hopefully not having eight goals kicked on you. <laughs> but um, I don't know, mate. Yeah, like um, I've always wanted to be consistent and, and like play my role and be hard to play on. And when you're younger, uh, I think especially in the back line, you don't quite have the tools. And what I mean by that is you've never had to defend when you've in your underage. Um, I think natural ability gets you there and then I think it takes players five years to be able to get enough um, craft to be able to be um, sufficient at it. So yeah, for me, oh, I, I, I don't know what that will look like but uh, I, I really hope it's a win and um, yeah, I, I hope I can contribute as well as I can. That was West Coast champion Shannon Hearn, their 2018 Premiership captain. Of course, he's on 332 games at the moment. He hopes to finish on 334 games after a couple of more home games and hopefully home game wins between now and the end of the season. Gavin Bell, the West Coast General Manager of Football, joins us every second week. He joins us today. Thanks to Bedshed, experts in temper mattresses, pillows and adjustable bases. You can check the range of temper products in store or visit bedshed.com.au. Gavin, welcome to the show. Tell us about Shannon Hearn. Uh, good morning, Duff. Um, thanks for having me. Uh, look, I mean, Bung's been here for 18 years and uh, we as a club, you know, we're, we're better off because he's been here. Um, he's been such a warrior on the field and, and all class off it really, Duff, and for all the buns achieved, he, he just remains this really humble man uh, who always is trying to get better at training um, and help others get better. And I think he's just always treated the people he comes across um, away from football with respect and dignity. And um, to echo your sentiments at the top there, mate, he, he's a champion. And um, yeah, he'll be missed. He will be missed. He was a he was a great player. He was probably um, and it's it's hard to often unless you're one of the real superstars like a Judd or a Fife, it's hard to get the accolades you deserve from this side of the country. There's still the tyranny of distance that applies. I think people see a little bit less of your games and they don't fully appreciate just how good you are. His consistency across um, the best part of 20 seasons, Gavin, was was something to behold really, wasn't it? Oh, absolutely. And, um, yeah, I mean, he's, he's renowned for his kicking. Uh, that's been, uh, you know, that's well celebrated, I suppose. But uh, the other part for us internally is is how good he is in the contest and um, how good he is at defending. And uh, we saw that against North on the weekend up against um, Larky, who's a, who's a quality tall forward. And um, Shannon was able to use his experience and his body work to defend him really well. Yeah, that was, uh, I think, as you described it in the phone call conversation we had early in the week, an absolute masterclass in the ability to use your body to keep your opponent off balance. Larky never really got a clear jump at the ball and Shannon didn't infringe him. He just knocked him off balance when he was about to jump for the ball. It was it was brilliant. Um, never looked likely to concede a free kick and Larky never looked likely to take a mark either. Um, I guess the issue for Shannon at 35 is not so much how well he can play, it's how often he can play well and whether he can get back up after games. And that was probably uh, a significant factor in the retirement. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think Bung talked to, to it yesterday, his ability to to recover in time well enough to train with the intensity required to get better, uh, to get ready for the next performance. is just becoming harder for him. So, yeah, he'll uh, he'll miss this week against the Bombers um, and um, yeah, hopefully play the last two home games and um, we can send him off 
with all the accolades and celebration that he deserves. There seemed to be a little bit of a question mark over the game between those two home games. Is there a chance that he would go and play the Western Bulldogs if he's feeling well enough? Uh, look, we've really only talked about the home game stuff. I suppose we'll cross that bridge as we as we get to it. Um, we just need to make sure that we give him probably the best chance to recover, to perform as well as he can. So that's that's sort of where his body's at at the moment. To get up week in, week out is, is a challenge. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll just do everything we can to give him the best chance to send him off in style. I'm guessing the club's a bit of a brighter place this week, Gavin, after a win on the weekend. It certainly probably eased the pressure valve a bit, let it let a bit of pressure out of the place. How has it been? Yeah, well, definitely post-game, there was a, a sense of relief. Um, we we have been working as hard as we can to try and get that, get a win. Um, and I know we've had some disappointing performances, but our focus has been really trying to, to win four points and for our fans as well as um, all the people internally at our, in our club. So, yeah, there was a sense of relief there, Duff. And, and then I must admit, when we came back in Monday, it was just... Um, back on with our review, trying to get better, uh, trying to prepare really well for the Bombers. And, um, yeah, so once we once we sort of got over the initial half an hour post-game, it was back to our process of trying to improve and trying to prepare well. How are you going in that last quarter when 31 points got down to five with still about a minute left to play? <laughs> Probably wasn't at my best stuff, to be honest. <laughs> I was just, uh, we were just so desperate, mate, just so desperate for a win for... All the people that keep supporting us um, and our players and staff and, and our whole club, um, yeah, it was uh, getting a bit too tight and a bit too tense there, to be honest. So, um, yeah, just really pleased we were able to, to get the win and um, and move forward from there. I was interested in the way you used Elliot Yo on the weekend and, and I heard the tactical substitution was planned, but his big body in the contest two or three times right at the death there where... You needed someone to be able to plonk their body in the way, body line the ball, and come out the other side with it. I thought he was quite important for you. Oh, absolutely. I mean, um, yeah, if we had have started him with the plan to sub him out, then clearly he wouldn't have been there right at that key moments. But, um, yeah, look, he once he came into the game and he got going, he's, um, his physical presence around the ball, um, the pressure he put on, and then you're right at the very end there, his class and explosiveness to sort of get through a small gap and drive the ball forward and get it out of that north um, opportunity to score was was really important for us. So, look, it went it went to plan um, as we as we'd hoped. Um, doesn't always when we try to do these things, but um, yeah, really pleased that uh, Elliot was able to contribute the way he was uh, way he did. Sorry on the weekend. So, what will be the plan for him going forward? I presume he goes to Melbourne and plays against Essendon. What? How would you use him this week? Yeah, um, we've got main training today, so the, the plan is for him to play um, and to start the game at this stage. But, um, yeah, we'll get through today. We'll work, work through a couple of things that we've got um, bubbling away. And then, um, yeah, hopefully he'll start the game and we'll, we'll use him as effectively as we were able to last week. Away games have been a problem for you, Gavin. Yeah, there was the Sydney debacle, Brisbane, even though um, Simo was able to shut the game down after quarter time. Carlton, again, shut the game down after quarter time and showed some fight, but there were really bad patches in the game where you were uncompetitive. How important is it to get a more competitive effort on the road before the end of this season to to set a different tone for your young players heading into 2024? 
Absolutely, it would be. Yeah. Um, well, it's, it's the challenge for us is to, to start with the right mindset. Um, you don't lose your ability to play footy uh, week in, week out. So can we have the right mindset? Can we be as well prepared as um, once that ball's bounced that we're after it and uh, we're applying the pressure and trying to do the things that we we are trying to improve our contest, our transition, um, trying to make sure we make it as difficult for the opposition as we can. That's our challenge. Um, we haven't been able to uh, fulfil or live up to that challenge at the moment. So, um, yeah, we're still looking with two home games, sorry, two away games to go. We'd be looking to improve uh, that component of our game. Luke Shuey, obviously, Shannon has made the call yesterday. He goes at the end of the year. Luke Shuey, I suspect he's on a knife edge at the moment. There was the soft tissue uh, nick against Carlton. It doesn't appear to be too severe. Where's he at for playing this week? Uh, will he play in the Derby? And, and what's the thought process between the club and Luke as to how he decides whether he goes on next year? Well, at the moment, the the entire focus is on his rehab and doing the best we possibly can to to get him back in the next week or two. So, yeah, he won't he won't play this week. Um, but we are hoping that he'll be back the following week, Duff. And, um, yeah, we'll play out the rest of the season and then we'll make our decision um, with Luke about what we're going to do and what he wants to do um, in the next few weeks. How does that work these days, Gavin? Because, obviously, in the old days, a bloke would get too tired, too old, and he'd just go, no, I can't do it anymore. And the club would go, yep, that no worries. But given the money that's at stake now... Very few people, human nature says you don't walk away from large sums of money if they're there available to you. So how does the the conversation proceed with someone like Luke Shuey and even Shannon, Shannon Hearn for that matter about, you know, who says, I think it's time? Is it the player or is it the club? Um, it must be a very delicate balancing act these days, I'd imagine. Yeah, well, I guess from from my personal experience, which hasn't been a lot in this space stuff, uh, I'm fortunate that I'm dealing with two men that are um, very club and team orientated. So they'll they'll make the decision uh, or they'll come with their position based on what they think is best for the club. And when it comes to Luke, um, I think what we've seen is when he's been out there playing, uh, he's been really dynamic. The game suits him at the moment with the strength that he has in terms of his ability to use his power and explosiveness and his skill, especially around stoppage. So um, it, it will really depend upon uh, the back end of this year, how can he get the last two or three games together? How does he feel heading into the summer? And then we'll just have an open and honest conversation. And, and at the end of last year, when I was involved in some of the delistings and so on, it, it, it's really that tough. It's just being open and honest with the player, seeing where they're at and, and trying to come to trying to come to the best possible outcome for the footy club. It's, it must be difficult um, this time of year, Gavin, because you're dealing with people's livelihoods and in, in some cases... For a player like, say, Shannon, it's been 20 years of their life. But for a player at the other end of the scale, like a younger player who might be right on the cusp, it, it might be the life that they thought they were going to have that they're not going to have at all. So it, it must be a very difficult time for all, all concerned, I'd imagine. Yeah, it, it is tough because, um, you know, sport and Bung spoke to this yesterday and footy is about the people um, and, you know, you do form close connections and relationships with these guys and uh, with our staff as well. So, um, but we are in the business of of improving and winning games and whatever that takes and we need to make the best possible decisions that we can. So, 
yeah, it is difficult and it's challenging, but I bring it back to being as open and honest as we can with our with our people, so that there are no true surprises. It's um, um, it's just a work in progress, and we maintain good open dialogue. Jeremy McGovern didn't play on the weekend. It's now two weeks on from the concussion um, that he suffered. Um, I think from either Liam Duggan's boot or. Uh, Marlon Pickett's um, bone rattler that came off the ball, one of those two things. Um, is he okay now? Is he ready to play? He's just got to get through main training today, Duff, and then they do the final tick-off from the protocols. Uh, the expectation is that, that Gov will play, but uh, there are tight rules and regulations around the, the concussion protocols that we need to adhere to. So, um, yeah, I'm, we're hoping that he'll be right, expecting him to play. He's just got to get through today and, and sign off on one or two last things from a protocol's point of view. Something that flummoxed me a bit, Gavin, Gov went to Melbourne for the game against Carlton and he wasn't going to play because he was in the concussion protocols. And to me, that couldn't have helped his recovery at all. And I don't know whether it hurt it, whether it had any impact on it at all, but to me it wouldn't have helped. Why did he go to Melbourne given he wasn't available to play? Uh, he came. He came to Melbourne. We were expecting um, the progress um, to to continue in the right direction. He came to assist our our playing group um, and to be part of a young squad going over. Um, he trained. We trained at Caulfield Grammar. He trained there. Um, and basically, once we got back, we were expecting him to play. But uh, again, there's part of the concussion protocols that um, he wasn't able to um, progress through. So. Um, yeah, we, we've sort of reviewed that decision. Um, we think that, you know, uh, not necessarily we made the wrong call, but it would have been ideal if we could have had Gov playing last week. It's just too hard to dis- determine if the travel had anything to do with that stuff. But um, talking to our medical staff, at the end of the day, he wasn't uh, wasn't cleared to play, so we needed to take another week off. I was interested in Jack Darling's first quarter and the role he played. Was this just a case of the game falling for him because he has been a great runner and he does cover the ground? Or did Adam set him a, a slightly different task that got him into the game, that got his hands on the ball and got him up and about? No, nothing Nothing that I'm aware of changed with um, the preparation for, for JD. Um, I think the fact that he's had a number of interruptions this year and, um, yeah, he just bought a really strong work rate and defended really well. And, um, you know, when I looked up and I saw him mark the ball at the top of the defensive um, goal square, it was like, okay, so he's really working hard defensively. This is great for us. And, um, yeah, I thought he had a a really strong start. um, He is a really important player for us and um, hopefully that that, uh, continued increase in form um, carries on for the rest of the season. He was terrific, wasn't he? He gave 10 touches in the first quarter. I think he had a couple of score involvements. Um, that defensive mark you mentioned, he, he pushed up the ground and got involved again, sold a bit of candy to a, a would-be North Melbourne tackler. I think it was Luke Davies Uniac. He danced around and uh, and delivered inside attacking 50 to um, to Oscar Allen. So he had a few, few of his skills on show. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I've been here for Jack's entire career and that's what he's game has been built off in terms of his high work rate um, and his energy to defend, especially early days. That's where that's where he cut his teeth doing that sort of work. So, um, yeah, it was great to see. And um, clearly he, he came with the mindset that he wanted to help us as best he can to win. And at that point in time, he, he the vision of what he did there, he, he covered off on a couple of the North Melbourne 
um, mids and a forwards that were pushing forward, and he um, did the job that we needed him for, and then he uh, then he was able to take the mark and get us going again. So it was great great to see JD start in that in that frame. We're talking to Gavin Bell. Of course, we are brought to you by Bedshed. They are the experts in temper mattresses, pillows, and adjustable bases. You can check the range of temper products in store or visit bedshed.com.au. And on the temper at Bedshed text line, uh, where people send in uh, text messages and ask questions, uh, Graham from Padbury has sent one in on that text line, which is 0487 736 736. Duff, can you please ask Gavin where the club is at on new contracts and or contract extensions for the likes of Elijah Hewitt, Noah Long and Jai Cully. Um, so all guys are contracted at the moment um, with those those players that you've mentioned, um, Duff, and uh, we're working our way through all of those. Um, uh, those guys, the extensions for... Um, Ruben and Elijah and did you say Noah Long? I think you said Duff. Um, um, you know where we're assessing. Yeah, sorry. Uh, also, Jai Cully. Jai Cully. Yeah. So Jai is out of contract um, at the end of this year, um, but we're hoping that we can work our way through through all of that stuff. Um, yeah, the the kids that we've brought in have been um, been fantastic. They're continuing to perform and execute their roles really well and develop quite nicely. So, um, yeah, we're, we're keen to make sure that we, we keep as much of our talent as we can. Obviously, Jai is rehabbing an ACL at the moment. I would imagine most clubs would be reluctant to let a player go while that process was only half done. So it would be your intention to recontract Jai? Uh, I mean, Jai's the main focus is his rehab at the moment. Um, yeah, we'd be really... Um, we've been really impressed with the way Jai has attacked his rehab and his program. So, yeah, we'll work through that. Um, once the, once the season comes to a close, stuff. Can you give us an update on Jake Waterman? Obviously, serious health concern a few weeks back. Yeah, Jake's been um, in and out of the program. It's still taking its time. Um, it's still indefinite when he'll return to play. Um, he's been around the club the last couple of days doing some sort of light light exercise and movement to get to get moving again. But um, yeah, it's been been a challenge for Jake, and um, certainly a. Uh, um, a difficult illness to um, get to get on top of at the moment. He's am I right in saying he's out of contract at the end of the year too, um, Gavin? Where would you be placed with talks with him? Yeah, he is, and again, um, he he's, fits into that bucket. Of, we, we really just want to focus on getting his health right. Um, he's been a, he's been a really solid player for us in his time with us. Focus right now, though. Let's let's get him right. Let's make sure we're 100 percent on top of everything medically, and then we'll we'll work our way through that um, when the when the time's right. Is there any concern with Jake that the medical condition that he has that can um, develop complications as it goes along? As I understand it, is there any concern that that may prevent him from playing senior footy in the future? Well, we know of other players that have um, similar conditions that have been able to play. So our expectation is that um, that Jake will return to playing some footy. And at this point in time, with the, with the information that I'm aware of, uh, that's that's the expectation. And, and again, we just want to make sure we, we take our time focusing on giving him the best chance to recover and, and regain his full health. It's starting to feel like list management minutes with Gavin Bell at the moment. We're asking all these questions about players' contracts. Um, there's been talk of Liam Ryan um, interest from Hawthorne. What would be the club's attitude to any approach to Liam Ryan, Gavin? 
Oh, that Liam, Liam is a contracted player, he's a required player. Um, I caught up with Liam yesterday. He returned from um, his surgery, had surgery over in, in Melbourne, and uh, he returned over the weekend. So it was great to catch up with Liam yesterday. Um, he's in a good space. Surgery went um, well at this point in time. So, yeah, look, he's, he's contracted and required, Duff. What was what actually had to be done? It was a weird injury, wasn't it? He comes down off the top of the pack. The leg goes flying over the top of his head, and presumably there's some sort of hamstring tendon damage with that. Can you tell us about the, the nature of the injury, what was required with the surgery, and what the, the time frame is for him to get back to full training? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it's, it was, um, you're right, the incident was when he got flipped over and, and landed um, on his back. Um, so, yeah, we, were, we weren't quite making the progress that we were hoping for with Liam um, after his first surgery. Um, that involved tendon um, and hamstring tendon. So, um, yeah, we needed just to go and go in and just make sure that was as nice and tight as it could possibly be. So, yeah, Liam's had that. Um, he's energised. He's moving around. He was sort of off. He didn't need crutches to start with or anything, so he's feeling much better. And, um, yeah, we just take our time with it, Duff. He's probably got... Um, a couple of weeks of laying low and then we'll start with him sort of middle of next week, I think, getting him moving and starting to work his way through. Uh, hoping that, you know, all things going well, he'll be right to start with our pre-season. Fingers crossed that is the case, Gavin. Wish you all the best this weekend. Hopefully there's a strong performance against Essendon that sets you up for the Derby the following week. Thanks for joining us on the show this week and also throughout this year. Thanks a lot, Duff. Have a great day. Gavin Bell, he is the West Coast General Manager of Football. He comes to you on the show via uh, Bedshed, the experts in temper mattresses, pillows, and adjustable bases. You can check the range of temper products in store or visit bedshed.com.au. We are, as always, of course, brought to you by Isuzu Utes, and you can live your own way in the Isuzu D-Max. We'll be back with more of Mornings with Mark Duffield on SENWA after the break.